All right, homie. You ready to sit, to sit down? Talk about some Sega. What it do? What it do? I was born ready, sir. I know it's clear. I know it was. It's cliche, but Sega doesn't get its due, man. Um, it 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 does and it doesn't. It it's definitely it's definitely remembered. I think more for its its failures than its successes. However, I I do think if you the if you ask somebody who has experienced the games on Sega and has I I I feel like each and every Sega owner at some point in time, if, if you've owned a Sega system, you do have a soft spot in your heart for that Sega system. I didn't even own one, and I got a soft spot for it. I did own one, and I stare at it every day, and it it does make me happy. Welcome. You wanna... yeah. uh... <laughs> so, so, don't forget yeah, to introduce so us. You... To... Like we always so couldn't, happen to do. So if if you couldn't tell, we are talking uh, Beanie Babies today, you know? Beanie Babies, no. dude. <laughs> I have so many Beanie Babies. Do not get me started on Beanie Babies. I can do Beanie no, Babies uh, today if you want to do Beanie Babies. <laughs> you know, I do have like a 90s fads uh, episode uh, written down as an idea to do and really the crux of that episode was Beanie, Beanie Babies. Babies like that that was like the idea that had me think of it but then there were some other 90s fads I, did, I, I didn't want to do a whole episode just on Beanie Babies um, but this is but if if there was a podcast to do just a podcast on Beanie Babies this, this would probably that, be it this is that show <laughs> Um, welcome. This is Chill Back to the Nineties. This is your your uh your nineties podcast of choice, your your rad time with, with two rad guys. I'm CJ. Hey, look at that. In- introduce myself. Now let me in- introduce my colleague, my uh my partner in crime, my uh my right hand man, my my passenger seat in my Ferrari, uh Ladies ooh, and gentlemen, ooh, is it is it a new Countach, the new E, the new electric uh, Ferrari? Or no, that's Lamborghini. I'll, Damn, I don't know. I I I yeah, earned I it after a uh, comedy show, uh, so ah, and now you've got a Lamborghini, and now I have a Lamborghini. It's me, Alex Lee, Wise Rabbit. <laughs> Keep the. I don't think I ever let you finish introducing me because you just kept going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was looking for. I was looking for a soft landing, and I. I just kept hitting like like jumps and not finding any kind of landing. You're like, I was like, ah, like, no, like, ah, no. You're like Kirby in the first iteration of Smash Brothers, where you were the only character that could fly until you unlock Jigglypuff. <laughs> Everybody was like, "You can be anybody you want, but you can't be Kirby because nobody else can fly but Kirby." Except for you, because your bitch ass was yeah. Kirby. Well, I, I will. I'll be Link. I'll be Link, and I like me. I like me the old school characters. But uh, well, there are um, there's some. Uh, you know, that's not a bad segue because there are some Sega characters now in Super Smash Brothers, uh, with Sonic and such. Well, Sonic being a big one, sure. Um, 
there were some more more crossovers. Link Link was in Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube. Um but yes, today we are going to talk about Sega and I mean J- Jack Kirby even kind of uh Kirby is named after Jack Kirby who I believe was the lawyer who uh he, yeah, the lawyer that got them they, he won them some big lawsuit, some copyright lawsuit and they Oh, it was Donkey Kong. It was it was Donkey Kong against um mm-hmm. Universal. I was thinking it might have something to do with the Uh yeah, Donkey Kong versus King Kong, right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it would have something to do with the console wars, the 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 92 lawsuit mm. um with the Supreme Court or whatever, the the ESRB case. Mm. But no, you're right. So that was just a tangent for nothing. Uh we are talking It's a nice Sega. little nugget, no. Sega today. I I Sega. didn't own so that's that's a good thing to bring up. What when you hear that Sega, what then immediately pops into your head afterwards? For me, it's always Sonic. Uh, yeah, because like you like you would just uh, start off with like I didn't. I mentioned before I never had my friends like as a kid. Like he had a he had a Genesis, and then I had another friend in like high school, I think, or maybe middle school when the Dreamcast was out. Uh, he had a Dreamcast, so I always played all my friends. But the first one, uh, I'm, I, I think Genesis, and I think uh, yeah, Sonic, because that's what we played. Yeah, that's what. So like my 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 friend Matt across the street, he had a Sega Genesis, and that is definitely where I played most of my Sega. Well, my and friend's it name was Scott, because was... we're all a bunch of white kids from the suburbs. <laughs> Well, then I had a friend when I was living in in Phoenix. I had a friend who I went to school with who also lived in our apartment complex. I believe his name was Jason, if I remember correctly. Oh, of course. And he had a Sega Genesis, but it had NBA, um, NBA Live or whatever that early NBA EA iteration was. And Interesting. it had uh, shooting guard number twenty three on the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> not, and not, so not Michael I would, Jordan just shooting guard no. twenty three. No, so we no, would go no nils there. I would go over to his place and we would we would play Bulls versus Bulls. Well, and do Jordan versus because because we we both wanted to be Michael Jordan. Isn't that how like it always like would go in those like sports games? Well, I want to be the best player in the game, and it always it was like basketball because it was always Jordan at that time. Well, we did see in in Madden two thousand and four, everybody, everybody would go. Yeah, Falcons Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you at remember least... that? Did Did you ever watch that that ESPN uh, Madden? show where it was like the guys that they'd like ride around in the bus oh and yeah they would go... dude if it was on espn and dealt with madden back in the day yes it was, it was like the reality like competition mm-hmm. show where they would go play madden and, and it would always be like you, you'd watch them play to be fucking that when it was the uh yeah it would always be like falcons to be falcons because it was always big versus big 
I did love that show though, because yeah, it, it was on ESPN and it was Madden and it was video games, and I was like, fuck yes. It was geared exactly to my demographic. I feel seen. Um, before we get in, because like definitely Madden is gonna come up, um, and so is Sega Sports gonna come up pretty quickly within the timeline. You gonna give me a history lesson? I am gonna give you a bit of a history yes. lesson. Um. So, say, uh, September 1946. Damn. 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <September> <laughs> We're going way back, bro. Okay. September 1st, 1946, Irving Bromberg and son Martin Bromberg, with, a, with along the help of James L. Humpert, um, they started a company called Service Games. What Service mm. Games was was a company that built uh, slot machines and ser- serviced them to like U.S. Uh, troops and stations that were in uh, Japan and Asia. Mm. Um, okay. R- right after the war. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Smart, uh, smart business. Now, let me tell you about a, uh, a act of Congress you will not hear about in your history books. In 1951, <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> the United States Congress of – so they, they passed this act called the United – this is the full fucking title, by the way. United States Congress of Gambling Devices Transportation Act of 1951. <laughs> That's the whole fucking title of the act. Uh, what, I don't know what any of that means. What what essentially <laughs> was was that there there could no longer be gambling on US military bases. Whack. What so, else are they supposed to do? They, um, right, like, fuck, bro, like, the the war's over, we're just kind of chilling in fucking Asia, like, give us, give us some fucking shit. Hookers. Um. <laughs> if we can't gamble, we're just gonna spend it on hookers. <laughs> in, uh, 1952, they end up, um pretty much staying in operation in Japan and they they have service games Japan and they quickly become a major like slot machine uh manufacturer and distributor uh throughout Asia uh uh, uh and Europe I mean that like makes they're, like the number one slot machine guys I mean, that makes sense. They were so popular on the bases. They were probably like, fuck, we've got all this inventory. Let's see if we can sell it here. And all of a sudden people were like, oh, yeah, we like your shit. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, we're over here now. <laughs> well, at last a little, a little under a decade. And in May of 1960, Service Gaming Japan is little is liquidated uh, into two two entities. Um, one being a distribution and trading entity as Nihon Garaku Busan. 
which they become a major jukebox distributor with um just in time for uh, the doo-wop generation rockola I, I don't know if i don't know if that's a big jukebox company or not but it sounds cool rockola and then the other one goes in as a manufacturing and trading entity um, as Nihon Kikai. Oh, God, I'm going to murder, murder these. Nihon Kakai Saizo. Um, and they all, they, they're also the first. The, the first time starting to use the the name Sega, uh, which is service, SE Games. gaming, yeah, yeah. As soon as as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, Sega, oh, that's what the, I got. It the from. first that's really cool. The, the first Did not official product with the with the Sega name was a jukebox in 1960 called the Sega 1000. The Sega 1000 was a jukebox? <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, quick comment about jukeboxes. Yeah, uh, bro. Love that they are still a thing that has uh, adapted with, you know, the times. Like restaurants and bars and such. Now all jukeboxes are just digital. It's just basically a giant, you know, like Spotify playlist or, you know, iTunes selection. You can go up there, put a couple bucks in. Search your songs, Which, get some credits, and play your play. You need to go play your jams while you, you know, shoot some pool, throw back some brews, you know, and hang with your bros. Sure. Which is nice to to still have, right? But there is something kind of missing from the jukebox experience, in my mind, from seeing the machine grab the record or grab the CD and put it in its little system. I think they should play To the me, that was always there. a. And, and if if that was a feature that that they were to add, I think that would be really really dope. I, I'm sure there are some, you know, out there that have like like some kind of like Vivo subscription or something that 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 do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I do miss seeing like it grab the record and put it in its little <laughs> thing and play it. Physical media rules. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Where am I? Sega One Thousand. Sega One Thousand jukebox. Um. It, so enter enter the scene, David Rawson, who was stationed in Japan after the Korean War, and like fell in love with it. He he, he ended up starting Rawson Enterprises. Uh. Which began, he, he he began bringing in um, coin op photo booths from America, like at the exact time almost, like just by happenstance that Japan started requiring photo IDs, like for driver's licenses and stuff. Yeah. And so he was able to like sell, sell those, yeah. And became a, a huge, huge enterprise uh, doing that. He then started bringing in like um, elect, 
electromechanical machines or electrical electromechanical games uh from Chica- uh, from Chicago over to Japan in like 1961 was that like ball and, and slot machines yeah yeah you know little little like um almost like physical type games you know like you know with like lights and more mechanics rather than like a video display and yeah like yeah. pinball almost <clears throat> you know um but they're ended up being a bit of like dip in manufacturing of those machine of those machines in Chicago uh later on and he uh, started to just produce his own he he ended up getting with an engineer from Nihon Goraku Busan uh engineer his Hisashi Suzuki and they started building their own machines um rosin had presence in a lot of like little uh i think they call them gaming corners in japan yeah. but like essentially yeah arcades yeah they still yeah because that's where like the gaming cabinets are you about to get into the whole gaming cabinets and everything yeah yeah yeah, well, kind of. Not probably well, too. Well, I mean, big. but but that's that's where like the like the art, yeah, arcades. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And at, at first they were still doing jukeboxes, but their their first big arcade uh came in well, you know, sorry. They did start um because Rosen or Rosen or whatever had such a presence he was looking to expand and um merge with one of his his competitors and because of the work that he had done with hisashi suzuki his uh um his ties with that part of the nihon garaku busan or whatever they were real close so they they merged and formed Sega Enterprises. Sega coming over from the Nihon Garaku group, Enterprises mm-hmm. coming from the Rossin group, and we finally get Sega Enterprises in 1965. Woo-hoo. They Sega still first doing jukeboxes and then their first big arcade was called Periscope. And Periscope is like a submarine r- a rail shooter in a way where like it had a little like periscope type deal and then it would have these these plastic waves in the cabinet itself and little um lights and plastic ships or whatever and it would you would use the the periscope to shoot down these these submarines these like enemy submarines and because the plastic waves and the lights it would it would trigger it to like go down and up and stuff like that so it was like an interactive game it's like uh 3d battleship almost yeah and i've said but just using like you were shooting stuff yeah yeah yeah, like like a battleship shooter you know like 3d sort of shooting subs and stuff that's cool i didn't know that there's there's a so at at the video game museum here in Frisco, there is like a there's a game that kind of is similar to this, where like um, 
you're shooting like harpoons and stuff into uh, sharks and shit like that. It's a real cool setup if if you want to do like a quick Google search on a on a Sega Periscope machine. It looks like a really really dope machine. Like it would be a really cool one to like play. Um, but that's really like so that's like your main Sega history. Um, they, they do have a, a home console, a, a home video game console in like the, the late seventies and the early eighties that came out around the same time. Um, I think, oh God, and this is going to be like probably the, the, the theme throughout the fucking podcast, but Sega was a little too early to the game, to the in like the console, like like they followed up like the the Atari and the ColecoVision, and they were just on the heels of that, but mm-hmm. r- right before the the NES boom, the the Famicom boom by so, Nintendo, so, like so they missed, like, they just kind of missed just by yeah, yeah. Home consoles were like already thought like like. There had already been like a home console crash with like the Intellivision and the Atari and the ColecoVision and this that and the other. Right, right, right. It already been considered crashed, and then they they were in that gap between the 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 quote unquote crash and Nintendo blowing shit up again, which they always seem to do. I'm trying to think. I think that was like the S the SG one thousand or something like that. Um, and I, I think they ended up coming out with a, a second one, like the SG-2000. I don't know if they were released here in America, maybe. I, I, I do know that when they did come out, however, like Europe, uh, it, was, it was a big hit uh, uh, over in Europe. They, Good they really Europeans. liked it. Bet you can find um, one. <laughs> So Sega keeps doing their arcade deal until they come up with um So sorry. I do want to say here like we are getting ready to come up to like what is I I guess considered like or not I guess is considered what is considered the the console wars, you know. And I <laughs> I'm not going to go I'm not going to go too much into the console wars themselves because here's what I want to do. I want to do this Sega episode. Then at some point I want to do a PlayStation episode. And at some point I want to do a Nintendo episode and then wrap it all up with a, a console wars episode involving all three battle Royale. Three consoles enter. Um, so for, is it just three? In uh, for what's in 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 like the the Nintendo War or in the console wars? Yeah, it starts off with with Sega and Nintendo. Like right now, uh, where where we are, and then Sony enters the competition and kind of stirs things up a little bit. Hey, they compete. <laughs> well, yeah, Sony... They're dicks, but they compete. 
Yeah, Sony might have one. Like, I, I definitely think one can make an argument that that Sony won the console wars. But that's that that's eh. to come. That's a little sneak peek. Eh. Anywho, back to <laughs> back to Sega. Sega comes out with the Master System. Um, oh, sorry. The, so, so the Master System is an early Sega uh, thing that, that is also to fight the NES. It's good. It's not great. Um, it's like the mid to late 80s. Then they have the Sega Mega Drive that comes out in 88. And which we know in America in 89 as the Sega Genesis. And I like the Genesis name more than oh, Mega yeah. Drive. Oh, dude. Genesis, for sure. And this is definitely where we get into the era of Sega does what Nintendo don't. Um, they brought over uh, t- uh, Tom Kalinske. Oh, God. I think I'm butchering that as well who was head of marketing and came like ran things such as fucking like He-Man and was like head of marketing of that and like came up with all this shit and was a heavy American uh marketer for kids. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that Netflix documentary. I remember I remember this coming up. <laughs> he comes up with all like the radical fucking advertisement yeah. and uh Sega so so Japan still He knew really how to market to us motherfuckers. <laughs> so Japan still really isn't isn't in on the um on the Mega Drive so so much. But like because of all of like the advertising and stuff like that, um, Americans fucking love the Genesis, bro. Yeah, you're saying the Genesis came out in '89. I played the Genesis in like I was playing the Genesis in man. Would that have been '96, '97? Maybe '96 uh, even... is definitely when I can remember playing the Genesis as well. Yeah, it was definitely because, like I said, we were we were playing Jordan versus Jordan, um, and it was definitely in the later '90s. And then even when I was going over, even when I was going over to my friend's uh, match, it, it was definitely within the Super Nintendo era that I was still playing Sega Genesis. Genesis was made as the competitor to the Super Nintendo. It was it came out a little bit before. And it was the their entry into the 16-bit uh, uh, era, right before before Nintendo did. Nintendo didn't came out. I think with the Super Nintendo in like '90 or even '90, 90, 90. And that's so, 8-bit, right? Or is that no, 16-bit? no, no? Yeah, Super Nintendo 16-bit. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Um, Did you just confirm that for yourself? Uh, in my head. Um, what's really cool about the Sega Genesis, like, like when I say it was like a competitor to the Super Nintendo, like I do have to be real about something. Like, it was because 
I mean, we all have memories of both Sega and Nintendo. If if we had one, we definitely had friends who had the other, you know. Um, and the Sega Genesis outsold the Super Nintendo four years in a row. Damn. Sorry, sorry. Outsold the, 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 the Super Nintendo at Christmas four years in a row. Sorry, at Christmas four years in a row. Because that's what kids are asking for. Well... Uh, Smaller price tag, smaller price tag, and, like, a lot more games. Because that at, at that time, Nintendo was still super stingy about what they put out, and Sega was, was a little bit more friendly to uh, developers. Um, the That's what it's all about. The, the, the Genesis did sell... Uh, Thirty point, like thirty point seventy five, thirty point seven five million uh, units worldwide. About eight million U.S. The Super Nintendo sold like forty nine million units worldwide and twenty two million dollars or yeah, twenty two million units here in America. So like yes, outsold them four years in a row at <laughs> at the holidays, but Nintendo still kind of ruled. Um, a lot of help to that, you know, Sonic in '91, they 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 came out with Sonic the Little Blue Hedgehog, who still runs today. Oh yeah, dude, Sonic's and Sonic is an icon, man. He has yeah has a movie series coming out. Idris Elba is going to play fucking Knuckles. And fucking Knuckles, bro. Like what? Um, I just watched so. I just watched that dude in the Suicide Squad and he's out here going to play fucking Knuckles. <laughs> oh my god, dude. What world? What timeline are we in? One thing that um so be, along with Sega's like absolute want to crush in advertisement, they also spent money on a lot of um, celebrity-endorsed games. You know, they, 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 they put a lot of names on games. Uh, we got Michael Jackson's yeah. Moonwalker, which uh. is fantastic. Um, what? Dude, you've never played Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? There's an Absolutely arcade version, too. Absolutely not. Oh, dude. <laughs> There's a... There... There's an arcade version too. Dude, <laughs> what? We need, I know we we had planned on doing it at at some point during the the pandy, but like. What do you mean during? We need <laughs> like to. Like it's over. <laughs> we need. We need to go to the National Video Game <laughs> Museum. I need to show you this place. It's here, just down the street from me, and like. I they, know you've been to it so many times. I'm surprised they, you don't have your own special pass. <laughs> they have a Moonwalker arcade. Okay, okay. Um, but because of that, when they were looking to do their sports titles, they needed someone for their 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 football game, and there is a a uh um. Shit, a uh, there's a Joe <laughs> Montana football out there on the Sega Genesis, but 
the one that took off. I believe I've I believe I've seen that uh, movie trading company. <laughs> the one that took off and the one that is still around today is John Madden football. That oh, was yeah. originally uh, released for the Sega Genesis. And I mean that is still here. I mean, EA kind of took that and did what they did with it. And it was fun for a while. It was fun for a long time. We had a good run, bro. We had a good run. But, yeah, I mean. That's all I have to say about that. I'll keep it it light and and cheerful (laughs) on that. But, man, that's that. that, that, Man football started on the Sega. That's really cool. That is cool. Um, They also had. Protect John Madden. Protect John Madden like we protect Betty White. I hope people have that same energy. <laughs> they they also have um, NHL ninety four, which was like it, it it's still vastly considered one of the greatest sports games of, of all time. It was known because of the blood on the ice when you knock someone out. Like that was that was the big thing about it was there was blood on the ice. Sorry, I was just confirming that John Madden was still alive. Yes, he is still alive. <laughs> that's that's really good to know. I'm sure the NFL uh, would have said something if he was not. I just I just didn't know if it was one of those things like that he had passed away like a few years back, and I just was just oblivious to to it. But um, blood on the ice. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, man. That that that, that tracks with. Uh, you ever seen Swingers? <laughs> Swingers, yeah, man, fuck yeah. That's that's what they're playing in the apartment, and that's that that that's the big thing, right? Like they're they're all sitting there in the apartment oh, before they go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the game that NHL they're playing. Ninety four on the Sega, and Vince Vaughn has to stop everybody down because there's blood on the ice. There's blood on the ice. <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, they all sit there and and marvel about how how cool that is. That's kind of how it yeah. was. I mean, same same thing with like. I mean, if you've never Kombat. seen it before, Mortal Kombat had had yeah. the red blood, where you know Nintendo chose to yeah. go with green sweat, which was fucking weird. Weird. Like, I mean, if all you had ever seen was like Mario jumping on Koopas and maybe some like Space Invaders or you know Pac Man or something. And all of a sudden, you got this like sports game that's like, oh, this is cool. I didn't really see anything like this. And then there's blood on the ice. Like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Well, let's I think about. I, I, it's like I still, you know, it's it's like the first time, like, like my first, like I, I mean, we're talking football memories, but I remember the first time, like, I played my first football games. Like, it was it was it was? I mean, it was on the Nintendo. We'll we'll, we'll save that. But it was Madden. Madden was my first football game, and man, that shit was so cool running around with the fucking Dallas Cowboys. I'm Emmett Smith. I don't care they all look the same. I'm Emmett fucking Smith. <laughs> Mine was too. My my first football game was no. My first football game wasn't a Madden. I think my my first football game experience was Tech Mobile on my Game Boy. But as far as mm. like, I don't know, maybe Madden '99 on the N64 was like the first Madden that I had played. Dude, I couldn't even imagine playing Madden on a Nintendo 64. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll kind of get to that point here in a little bit because, holy shit, 
fuck did uh, this turn into a Madden podcast? <laughs> trying to think of what else. So, they, so Madden came out on the Sega. Madden, Madden came out on Sega. I was saying Mortal Kombat 2, all that blood, and I was going to segue into that into saying that that's where most people prefer to play Mortal Kombat is on the Sega. I played Mortal Kombat on the, on, on the Super Nintendo. But the, uh, the 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 Sega had the the spine pulling fatality of Kano, along with the actual blood. I don't think the spine pulling Kano fatalities in Super Nintendo. Interesting. Um, I wonder. If we should. We should. We should try and confirm that. If you're gonna make such bold claims about Nintendo's version, Nintendo censoring violence. I'm just thinking of things that 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 Sega does, and so then by by proxy, then Nintendo don't. I don't know. I'm just Nintendo don't. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll buy that logic. I'm easy to sway. The uh, along with like Nintendo's like love of fucking peripherals, uh, the Genesis wasn't short. They, Dude. They, give they, me a Sega Game Gear all day. Is that what well, you're about to talk about? Uh, Game Gear is getting coming up soon, but I was talking about they ah, they had the the Sega CD and the Sega 32X. The the 32X was to kind of go into the um the the 32X was supposed to hold in the 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 32-bit gap between like the would that be the fifth and sixth generation of consoles uh, right before 3D. It was, it was like an upgrade. Kind of like how Nintendo did on the N64. Oh, the, yeah. With the yeah, hard yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Same same kind of deal. Just just made it more powerful. Added added shit for, for more graphics. Oh, graphics. That's what I was going to say earlier, too. It's just basically a, it's a, it's a modern-day graphics card update. Like, you were oh, talking, boost your graphics card. <laughs> you were talking about how, yeah, if you hadn't seen this, that, or the other before, if, if you saw had Mario jumping on things and you saw this. Well, that's kind of Sega's deal, too, is Sega, like, they, they, they always boasted, like, like more colorful, fast-moving graphics, and that was definitely a big thing during this time, especially with Sonic, was it, it, it moved super fast and was super crisp and was super colorful. Or, you know, it was more colorful than the, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then, yes, 1991, to compete with the Nintendo Game Boy, Sega comes out with the Game Gear. The Game Gear. The Game I Gear. I did have. I did have a Sega. I did have that. I had the Game Gear. The Game Gear was full color, which the Game Boy was not. It had a backlit screen, which the Game, which Boy, the Game did Boy did not. Does not. Uh, the Game Boy Color does not. It was essentially match. the exact same hardware as the Master System, so you're pretty much getting almost, almost essentially a home console in your hand. Uh, Dude, and... I remember the graphics being really fucking good. Like, honestly, if I compared my memory of the Game Gear graphics to my Game Boy Color, the Game Gear graphics. Like, the... I played this Aladdin game over and over and over again, and I just... Vivid memories. The... Vivid memories. Well, oh, my God. You said you played, you played the Aladdin. Dude, so the... Um, the... The Sega Genesis... 
it was distributed in South Korea by Samsung. And but it wasn't it nice. wasn't it wasn't called the Genesis. It was called the the Gomboy G A M Star Boy. So like Game Boy is eh. missing the star. Eh. And also known in South Korea as the Aladdin uh oh what was it? Eh. The the <laughs> the Aladdin boy or something like that. It was it was it was named after like the the like Aladdin system like it was it was dumb but I got a little chuckle out of that. Um, awesome. sorry, back back to the Game Gear and it was in it, it was landscape formatted, and you could get all of that, bro, all of that off of six double A batteries for three and a half hours or for three to five hours. <laughs> Six double A fucking batteries <laughs> for like remember how many batteries barely any gameplay. <laughs> that motherfucker would die so fast. You're like, I just put batteries in you, motherfucker. I do remember that. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh... My parents so I didn't have a game gear, but my older brother Chris had a game gear. And he would bring it over from his mom's house from time to time and I would play it. And the only comparison of games back and forth that I have is he had um, Batman Returns, which I also had for the Super Nintendo. So I would play Batman Returns on the Sega Game Gear, and yeah, it it was it was the exact same game. Like it looked the exact same. Like, it 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 was exactly the same. But yeah, you killed killed batteries, and I I think. I think the reason I, I remember him not liking that I would play it. And I think now the reason that he didn't like me playing it was because I would kill all of his batteries. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um. Uh, the Game Gear makes an appearance in one of our favorite movies, Surf Ninjas, mm. where young. It does young Adam plays Shinobi the entire time and then ends up being able to tell the future by, by playing a certain ninja's <laughs> game. And his batteries uh, lasted for fucking ever, bro. I didn't see him change batteries once. Yeah, Not, he didn't see... That's fucked up. He didn't change his batteries once. Like, can you imagine being in, in, in the middle of Pontusan in the middle of that big fucking <laughs> battle and all of a sudden his fucking batteries go out and he's like, shit, I can't. Sorry I can't guys. Fight anymore. Sorry. I've only, I've only got I've only got five. <laughs> oh my god! I've only got five AA batteries left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. So something that was kind of cool. Awesome. That they did in the early '90s. Um. And again, Sega doing shit that no one really else was doing at the time. It's before time, but. They came out with the Sega Channel. Do you, do you, do you know do you know what Sega Channel is? No. It was an online game service uh, developed by Sega for the Genesis, um, where I, I think it was provided by. Oh, here it is. Provided by TCI and Time Warner through their cable television services with a coax cable. You could get on Sega Channel. And there were games, demos, cheat codes, 
Like, it was an online gaming service in 1994. That's dope. Well, uh, to drop a little bit of knowledge on you, uh, we've talked about this in my networking stuff, like the ability to send a network signal over, like, power lines. And one of the access systems that's very, very common, or used to be common, as but as we've moved um, to different, um, upgraded to different, materials uh coaxial copper wire why would you think it's so pot it was so it's still used by the cable companies because they can send their network currents over it so dude there was a good on sega for being on that early on there was a point in time where i had so much coax cable just like in a bin and i still think i can go into like my my cable bin that 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 i have right now and probably pull out maybe two coax cables yeah they're useful they're useful little gambits the only reason we upgraded is because we were able to get like faster speeds but that's i mean there's the the reason they're still used is because there's just so much of it already you know laid and it's such good conducted you know yeah this yeah good on sega for recognizing that that opportunity early on Sega Channel lasted for four years, too. It, it didn't get di- discontinued until, like, mid-98. Which was... Ah, uh, the rise of the internet. Yeah. Um, Within that time, to 98, they did try and come out with the Sega Saturn, which was... Uh, <laughs> I remember the Sega dis- Saturn. Sega Saturn bombed, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Sega Saturn was uh not great. It um oh, let me get to it. The Saturn was initially success- successful in Japan, but failed to sell in large numbers in the United States. But that was because in so there's a there's a very famous thing, and I'm sure you you watched you've already sta- you've already stated that you watched High Score on Netflix. So I know they talk about this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I watched. <laughs> there was a um very famous thing in 1995 at the very very first second E3 um uh early E3 days where they were getting ready the Sega Saturn was getting ready to come out. Uh, there was already a lot of uh, self um, self sabotage within Sega because there was this like rivalry between um, Sega of America and Sega of Japan um, because of the Genesis popularity, like because Sega was actually doing well uh, relatively in America rather than in Japan. Their, yeah, every, their success should have been everybody's success. Quit being babies. So it starts off with Japan or with uh, Could have Sega, been a part of this beautiful world. Sega trying to secure a um, a uh, FX chip that I, I, I forgot. I forgot it was some some big company was making this this FX chip. And they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. The uh, the t- 
Tom Kalinske guy or whatever, he had the deal in place for it to be done. And Sega of Japan put the kibosh on it. They said, no, we're not going to do it. That ship ended up going and make. they ended up making a deal with Nintendo. And that's the effects ship that they used in like Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, and 64? No, 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 no. Sorry. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. That, 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 that's what gave it those graphics that everybody fucking loves, was the, was the Super FX chip. Uh... That, that's how they were able to make Star Fox, with, was with the Super FX chip. Um, so that was kind of already there. Then, Sega made them compete in bringing up, like, their next system. And so uh, Sega of America again had a deal in place with Sony, much like Nintendo did. Uh, Sega had a deal with Sony that they were going to have a a disc, a CD, a CD based system. And again, Sega of Japan put the kibosh on that. So they end up Sony ends up making the PlayStation. Uh, Game changer. Sega Saturn. I said I wasn't going to get too into the console wars, but it, um, Sega Saturn Please. bombed because it was it had they had a bunch of issues with getting it into stores. Like there were some distributors that weren't taking them. And then at the E3 to close the E3 loop. E3 in 1995, they were going to come out, and I think the Sega Saturn was going to be 399, maybe 299. Uh, yeah, 399. And the Sony guy comes up to the podium, and all he says is uh, 299, and then he walks off the stage, saying, "Hey, we're the new guy to the party. We're, but we are." The same thing, and we're a hundred dollars cheaper. It's probably why I ended up getting a PlayStation. <laughs> Not for and many years later, but I did end up getting one. So that kind of stopped the Saturn. Plus, they were in this weird thirty-two bit era. Like, um, they the Saturn was supposed to be a thirty-two bit system, and all of a sudden, Sony was putting out, uh. 3D and Nintendo had already been rumored to be dealing in 3D because they mm -hmm. Nintendo didn't put out any system in 95 at at, at E3 um, and they waited until I think the the Japan Expo show like in that December to announce the N64 but they had already had rumors of messing around with 3D and so even they they even tried adding an extra extra chip in the Sega Saturn. Um, an extra 32 like they bit had done chip. before and it, it just didn't work right and so yeah. they were they, again caught themselves in this gap with the Saturn just wrong place wrong time people are, are trying to move ahead so yeah it it bombed I it it only sold nine and a quarter million units worldwide and is Ouch. a commercial failure. Some of the Ouch. stuff that they... There, there was some things that were good on it, like uh, the Panzer Dragoon series came on it, and that came... that 
there was a Panzer Dragoon game for the Dreamcast, and then there was a, another Panzer Dragoon game that they ended up putting on uh, the Xbox. So that series continued from the Saturn, and uh, Virtua Fighter was a arcade style oh. fighting game that was that came out on the Saturn that also continued on to this day. They still um, make that game. So then we start getting into my baby, the the system that I have the love for, and that's the Sega Dreamcast. Um, Sega Dreamcast came out nine nine ninety nine. Um, very very infamous. I be- I believe one ninety nine as well. Um, the Sega Dreamcast. It's 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 just fucking cool, man. Um, trying to think of where. So again, Sega, but the Dreamcast doesn't get out get off on the right foot. Sega again is it's a great system. It's Sega does another thing where they they have two of their own entities compete against one another coming out with a game system. There was a Japanese version of the game system and an American version of the game system. The American version had another deal with a, another FX chip provider that like had a, had a written deal. The, Sega Corporation ended up going with the Japanese system as the one that they were going to go with. And the company that they had the written agreement with that they were going to use the chip ended up suing them. And I think they settled for like $150 million. So you're already behind. So you're already behind the eight ball on the Dreamcast, right? It comes out in September of 99, in between the N64 PlayStation era and what's about to be the PlayStation, like, comes out in, in between the 6th and 7th gen. The new console wars. Right before the new console wars, basically. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it has Microsoft CE as an operating system in it. It does. It runs on... That's um, what makes it network capable. Uh, oh, I'm trying... The, um, the GD-ROM, it's, it, the disks that it uses are gigabyte-sized uh, rather th- than... Uh, I think CDs are like 650 or something like that. 650 it's it's basically like... Uh, personal computer as a console essentially and that's what people were were worried about it kind of being with the microsoft operating system um but bro the 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 dreamcast worked as a great console though the the dreamcast has a fucking modem built into the back the first console that's why it was built in modem to the back they had had online gaming you could play fantasy star online you could play quake online like you, you play Doom or not Doom, but Unreal Tournament online. Like it had mm-hmm. online gaming in 1999. It had uh, so Microsoft was 
was heavy into it because Microsoft. This was when Microsoft. Perfect. It was, worked. We're gonna go make our own. <laughs> Microsoft was starting to kind of want to get into the video game system console. What it sounds like is Microsoft was like, "Hey, do you want to partner up with us and we'll test some stuff out?" Oh, oh, all oh, this worked. Okay, we we know how to fix. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go go do something else. And now we see what Microsoft's done with the Xbox. That's pretty crazy. I cool. got. We can make software for computers for uh, consoles. Perfect. <laughs> I got a Dreamcast, not on nine nine ninety nine, but I got mine on. Um, nine five two thousand. I got my Dreamcast a, a year later. A it year was later. September fifth, two thousand. I dude, I remember this, and I I, I even looked up a, a calendar to confirm it, and I was totally correct. It was a Tuesday. I remember that. <laughs> it was a fucking Tuesday, and I remember the reason why I remember because I remember it being my birthday. Uh, September fifth, two thousand would have been my eleventh birthday. Yeah, yeah. And I remember telling everybody at school that day, "I'm going home to play my new Dreamcast," uh. because I can't remember if I had somehow already found out that I had gotten. You it, just knew it was coming, or if I was being a preemptive little cocky shit that I was going to get it. But like, I, I'm I'm pretty sure like my little calm, little combi. I'm pretty sure what had happened was my parents got it and then told me I couldn't open it until my birthday. Uh, is what I'm kind of half remembering right now. I take that back. I can't call your parents dicks. I know them personally. They're not dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that. (laughs) And I got my Dreamcast with um, NFL 2K1. With Seaman, uh, yeah. which I don't know if you remember Seaman. Seaman was a, pretty much a a Tamagotchi. You had a a a a fish as a pet, but it had the face <laughs> of a man as as a human. Okay, that's creepy. It, it, it was super super creepy, and it came with a microphone, and you talk to it, and it could learn, and it could learn your name and it could talk to you that sounds like that sounds like a digital furby and that sounds it, terrifying it, yes yeah i mean that's exactly what it was <laughs> it was it was a digital furby s thing and it was it was c-man it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> fucking spawns of Satan. you see spawns of satan those things belong together and i had uh. wwf royal rumble which came out yeah that year um, those were the th- those were the three games I got for it. Those were essentially the the three games that I would I would own for it from for my uh, Dreamcast duration at the time. But I would always rent like I would rent Power Stone, which was like a 3D fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always rent NBA 2K and dude NBA 2K uh, uh, 2K one I believe more so on like my memory goes but the the early nba 2k games allowed you and i think i think i saw it on nfl 2k when i was playing earlier the ability to import rosters and the early days of going online and and importing created uh created rosters and classes and stuff for 
your NBA and your NFL seasons is awesome for the late 90s. Hell yeah. Um, I was telling you, bro, I was playing uh, NFL 2K earlier on my Dreamcast, and it, you, it, you could have told me that that game was like NFL 2K, like, you know, 2002, 2003, that it could have been on a, a early PlayStation 2 or Xbox football game, and I would fucking believed you. Like, it, it, it ran smooth. It looked good. And like I was saying earlier, my other football comparison at the time was Madden 99 on the N64, which compare it to how this looks, Look, it, it looks like garbage. Dude, those old Madden games, those old Madden games are unplayable, man. Like, it looks horrendous compared to this. This looks great. I, I sent you that, that screen capture or, or, Dude, or that too- clip, and it, it looks great. Yeah. 2K's always made great sports games up until the microtransaction era. Sports, well, games, sports games were great up until the microtransaction era. I'm going to talk about there that a this, little bit, too. There was this weird in-between decade, and it just it's it's just it sucked ever since. But And then like what we were talking about earlier with Sega always like having a, a knack for being like a, a crisp graphic provider. The graphics on these were the exact same graphics that you could get in the arcade, which were huge at the time. A lot of fighting game enthusiasts think that the, the Dreamcast is the best fighting game console of all time because it ran um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 exactly like you were at the arcade. Um, and that's that's like, what, one of the... Like not the holy Marvel Girls, versus just like Capcom two is one of yeah, the, it's one of the, it's, it's what the like looked little... to games as like we're gonna hold this as like how do you hold up to yeah it's so like you hold it up other games against Street Fighter uh Street Fighter two Mortal Kombat and Marvel versus Capcom two are like your fighting game yeah Triforce Mom, uh, I was gonna say Mount Rushmore ah Triforce works better. Um, the only, like, sorry, there's, there's, but wait, there's more. Um, but wait, there's more. I think the only thing that is really lacking right at this time is like the, the DVD capability, which is what the PS2 kind of ran away with it. Um, I... I'm trying to clear up, see if there's any last things I want to say about this Dreamcast. Oh, Crazy Taxi, bro. Like, you can play you can play Crazy Taxi at your house. And that's how, I think that's what probably, I would have friends that would come over every time I, I would rent Crazy Taxi, only so they could play Crazy Taxi. And I, I still play Crazy You could only play that at an arcade until... Until the Dreamcast. Until the Dreamcast. And you got it fully licensed, so you so you had the offspring screaming yeah 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 in your head. Um, over yeah and over yeah again. yeah yeah yeah. It was only like a minute of like every song. Um, you and you had oh, you know like days. like 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 the KFC and the Levi's jeans and 
all the all the good old licensing. Um, you know, I played a port over of Star Wars Episode One Racer. I was on the Dreamcast. I think it's the only oh, thing. Yeah. It it looks really good. It's just I don't, I don't think the controller is built for it. Um, and dude, yeah, like I said I earlier, any controller is built for pod racing. I think you need a. Fully, I don't know, dude. The N sixty four controller flight simulator for that. Like like the arcade version, the the arcade pod racer Basically. is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, because I mean, you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking about pod racing. Come on, man, that's not pod racing. And a game that we have because I I fucking love on the Dreamcast is Soul Calibur. Like like I I adore Soul Calibur. It runs smooth. It's fun. It's fighting with swords, not your typical just like kung fu or fighting styles versus fighting styles. It's fucking swords and weapons and you actually have to like uh parry and dodge and um it, it, it takes some kind of thought to like how you attack and yeah there there's a lot of button mashing involved sure but there is Isn't some there every fighting game ever of all time yeah but like like you don't button mash the current moba we play Oh, I do. I'm just saying, beep, 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 beep. Dude, I hear, I hear you on the other end. You can hold down the button, but I don't think it gives you the same. I, I don't know. I think it works better if yeah, you button mash yeah. the shit out of it. Makes me feel better. Um, We talked a lot how, how Microsoft kind of had their fingers in this. There were a lot of talks early on about is Microsoft going to buy Sega? Um, it Microsoft in two thousand one comes out with the Xbox. Um, Sega folds <laughs> as a manufacturer it's immediately. Just we give up, belly up. And the uh. Xbox, dude. So. As you saw in that that clip I sent you, dude, I I have my Dreamcast and my Xbox, and they sit right next to each other, and they play and feel like the Xbox is a a um a successor to the Dreamcast. The controllers are built. You telling me the old school Duke isn't just the Dreamcast controller slightly reimagined? I, oh, we didn't talk about the VMU. The, the VMU for the Dreamcast is something on its own, bro. N nothing has had a VMU since. You have your own little, like, Tamagotchi system for a, a memory card. Yes. the I, I I meant to bring that up, and I totally forgot. That was such I a thing. On like, that I remember too. I remember the kids who had the Dreamcast, and they'd come to school with their little their little uh, gimmick, the, what you call it, the, v, the VMU. VMU. They'd bring it to school and be like, yeah, this is, uh, I was playing this game and here's this, uh, and I'm just like, you suck, bro. I want to I wanna be that cool. If, if you're playing NFL 2K with your friends, you can choose your plays on the VMU to uh, keep it anonymous. Or keep it secret. Uh, but okay. I'll say like the let controller. Him, let him, fuck it. Let them see what I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run it down their throats anyway. All the all this controller is missing is 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 the second D pad and a black and white button, and this is your Xbox controller. Um, 
Soul Calibur 2 on the Xbox. I've I've got Soul Calibur 2 on the Xbox, and it I can literally play Soul Calibur 1 on my Dreamcast, go right to my Xbox, and it feels like nothing's different. Nothing. It 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 feels exactly the same. It says it's the same software. I think the well, I mean, probably, I mean, and and the I, that's crazy because the Xbox is like what twice as big as the Dreamcast. Oh, it's 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 massive. It's it's like the 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 evolution of like you look at it, it definitely steps up in towers. The Xbox is so big. Oh, I love it, man. I do love it. You build a house. You could build a house out of those things, bro. The Sega Sports, right? We 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 mentioned them a lot throughout this entire thing. Sega Sports, um, it combines with like Take Two Interactive and someone else and becomes Two K, which is still running to this day. Um, I think Two K sell that branding and licensing to somebody. I I think 2K deserves another shot with the NFL license. I I, I wish yes. I wish Madden, Madden wouldn't run such a monopoly um, on the NFL players license and sports simulator like football simulator. I I and they just re up that shit too. It's bullshit. It's even, bullshit. Even with kind of the dip that like 2K has has taken with like the NBA franchise, like I know NBA 2K has kind of declined in its, um, it's their their franchise game life. is still way more immersive than Madden's, and that's why it's because it's it's that's why it's considered that's why they're considered bad. It literally they they both both companies do the exact same things with microtransactions. Well, sure, but for some reason 2K can give an in depth like franchise experience if you don't want to fuck with the, if you don't want to fuck with the microtransactions then go play seasons go go play your little gm and fantasy careers and people do that shit can't do that stuff in madden it gets boring after about like three years and four super bowls and the last 2k game we have is is a football game is 2k5 the one with to on the cover and that is a fan you got you have your crib that you can uh, customize and things, and it's just we were we were talking about the standards of fighting games. That's one of the standards in football games. Two K five. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of the gold standards of football games. What other game? What other football games should be a, a, trying? To, we fans have been saying this for years. Just make a game like that, and we'll buy it. But alas, we get the same crap every year. Actually, I don't. I haven't bought the last like three men's very proud of myself yeah man that's that's all i've got about sega i mean sega the the lasting memory of sega like i said is probably a lot more of its 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 shortcomings but really dude i i i think the main thing to see is how how at least they've, they they have had at least one foot forward at the same time that they could just never just 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 balance themselves out and i think if they could have they could have continued on. Now that seventh generation is is a killer, bro. With with the with with Microsoft coming in with the Xbox mm-hmm. and the and yeah. the PlayStation Two being dominant, um, it would have been hard. Like I I don't know if they had another financial leg to run on. 
um, and developing it another system. Been, it it would have been tough. I mean, unless you double down and 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 work on either. I mean, how do you upgrade it if your graphics are running just as good as one of your competitors? I mean, how do you how do you sell how do you how do you sell that? You just I mean, easier online capabilities. Just double down on it and wait until the the the, the eighth generation. That's what I'm saying. Which would, like been, all which would have been what the the PS3 and the Xbox 360. The all one of time I decided to switch, got the Red Ring of Death, and said never again. All of their all of so their online innovations. I mean, you know, Sega Channel and should have leaned on that. It's it's crazy because I mean we we see everything is online now and Sega was everything. doing it then. Their timing. Um, Timing's all wrong, man. It was like I said. They're, they 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 always found themselves in the gaps of the generation right before you know during a time where technology was just going was just advancing at it at that at that exponential rate where you just couldn't stop it and things were advancing so much you just couldn't get caught in the middle and they got caught in the middle. I mean, there is still the lasting legacy of like you said you know the merging with 2k and whatever and creating an iconic character that oh yeah the 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 sonic movie you know like 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 yeah. sonic runs heavy sonic is yeah you know like i said earlier is is in smash bros um if you want sonic in something they're more than happy to license that character out to you for a you know a fat sack of cash but you know what I mean? Because there's like the there's the I know there's the Super Smash Brothers. Isn't there like an Olympics game that they did? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean and even going back to as early. I'm surprised as, he's not even in. I'm surprised he's not even in Mario Kart. Well, even as early back as as uh, I think there were rumors at one point in time if you did something in like a GameCube or a Wii version, you got Sonic and Knuckles. Um, but it was it was never true. Um. Even going yeah, back to that, Nintendo. that seventh generation, like me about it. right when Dreamcast folded and Sega's Sega became a, a more of like a development company, and they, they 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 went to work with everybody. You saw Sega titles on all three systems on Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. Um, you saw more. Yeah, get out the hardware game. Get into the software game. You saw more of the adult kind of title. Well, okay, so you, you saw more of like the fighting titles and like the, um, like Soul Calibur went to all three systems. Uh, Soul Calibur had uh, Spawn on the Xbox, Hayachi uh, from Tekken on the PlayStation Two, and then Link in the GameCube version, which was badass. I mean, that just they, look at that, just be being ahead of the game on uh, console exclusives too. That's the the GameCube is where they had it's the new standard. <laughs> the Sonic and Mario Olympic game, or even Mario Sonic Strikers. I don't know, but Sonic. Yeah, was, yeah Sonic's been on. So Sonic and Mario have had a very competitive relationship in their very, sports games is, together. What is now a friendly rivalry? Yeah. Um, oh, for Sonic, sure. Because hey. Fans he, want it. Let's give them what they want. Let's make that fucking. Even though you can now paper. team them up with each other, uh, so- Sonic is still taking jabs in this Sonic movie, uh, with a reference to a bad mushroom world that nobody likes. 
Yeah. Very nice. I uh, I'll lie, I haven't seen it. And you got me I the Sonic collection on the GameCube. Like they 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 brought that out on the GameCube. Is that what is that the other game that I got you? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, is it all scratched up too? <laughs> I don't know. PS2 got you know sports franchises, but even like uh, Virtual Fighter went on and was on the Xbox. Virtual yeah. Tennis is considered one of the best. Like it's like like the tennis game. Yeah. That, like everybody fucking loves. And, and yeah, uh, that's a I see that that's a Sega Sports title. Store. Um, Pretty sure you can get that on the Switch too. I think a, a, a Sega title that we didn't talk about at all was a uh, Shinobi, except for in the Surf Ninjas comment. Uh, Shinobi. Yeah. <laughs> that that I think, I yeah, think we is, did. <laughs> I think Shinobi is still around as a franchise. I know they definitely were around in that Xbox um, g- generation for sure. So Sega's still around and Sega's still still, still doing their thing. Um, like I said, I just I I think they're remembered for a lot of their shortcomings, and I I think there is a soft spot in every video game nerds for Sega, and I I think that a lot of us now with revisionist history do help um, uh, shed that that shining light on what they were and the impact well, that they made. Yeah. For sure. Impact for sure. I mean, you fail, you fail. You never you never put anything out after the Dreamcast, but those are business uh, business decisions sometimes. And shit, man, like Well, that's I think I mean, the world is better when Sonic than, but I mean, you're still making yeah. games and they still they You're still, still run popular games, and you they, let Sonic run. With they it still it. have arcade game corners in Japan that are like top arcade corners. Um, Sega still makes arcade games. They're really good. As far as a console, yeah, sure, failure on a lot of fronts, most fronts. But hey, that's don't you don't always want to be known by your failures, right? Yeah, yeah. They made they made Sonic, man. If that's your if that's your contribution to video games and pop culture in general is you created Sonic, I'd say that's a win. And you can no matter what else you do, you you did that, right? Yeah. I I I, th- I think that's a good way uh to settle it. Sonic for the win. Sonic for the win. I'm not even a Sonic meme. <laughs> um I do think I have the next two episodes of this that that I'd like to do. I know oh, I said at, you've got plans. At some point, like I said I do want to come back and do Nintendo and PlayStation, and then wrap it up with a console wars uh, tie-in battle or, royale or tie-up. Um, but I do want to do our first retrospective. Uh, episode at some point. Oh, we're going back. We're gonna take it um, back. And I think we're gonna start much like the the uh, Star Wars series. We're gonna start right in the middle of everything, and we're gonna begin in 1995. Uh, we're going. We'll, we'll talk movies, games, music, pop culture. Not just 1995 uh, in general. And then um, probably when your wife gets back. 
from her bachelorette party, I do want to do music with friends too. Ooh, she will be very excited to hear that she'll be back for music and friends too when she comes back from her bachelorette party. It is um our second most downloaded episode right now, music with friends one. Um and I people seem to really enjoy the three of us talking about music and friends. It's nice to hear. I have expanded my 90s playlist on Spotify myself, so it would be nice to talk about some more chill Dude, 90s I have, music. I have, I have found, like, my sound on Spotify. I swear to God, there's, like, these pop-punk playlists that I listen to, and it just it gets me going during the day. That and some Kanye sometimes, but that's only for special occasions. <laughs> well, dope, man. Well, that was Sega. Um. Uh, we introduced ourselves in the beginning, but I'm CJ. If you we do did. want to, um, if you do want to follow me on Twitch, you most definitely can. We just hang out and vibe and play old video games and some Switch here and there. Um, but it's more of just a hangout and vibe space. Uh, that's at Twitch.tv/childrenroasted. Um, if you want to see some. Uh, dogs and game pros, dogs and old game pros. You can go to my Instagram, and good, uh, which is also children roasted. If you want to email the show, if you want to, uh, if you want to yell at me for anything that I might have missed about Sega, or say, you know, why didn't you talk about how awful Spawn was for the Dreamcast? Or if you want to tell me how how great now that Spawn was for the Dreamcast, that that I said that, email the show at. Uh, children roasted eighty nine. Tell him how horribly wrong he is at stuff. At aol.com. Yes, at aol.com. Uh, please put a subject in the uh in in the in the, the subject liner saying, "Hey CJ, you're wrong about Spawn." Um, and the only reason that you played I NFL really two K. Get an email. <laughs> I probably won't, but that's okay. It it is there for the greater good. That's all my uh that's all my credits. That's all your credits. My credits are if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at don't fold the maps. You can if you want, it's up to you. I'm not your boss. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we do uh we do, do another podcast. Uh this is the show, a Seinfeld podcast. It's super fun. Uh I'll eventually get that uh season two finale out and we'll continue on with season three excited for season uh, three yeah it's a great show if you like the 90s and you like sitcoms and you like seinfeld i mean it's just the best show a, of all time you know we have a we have a lot of fun with it like we have fun on this podcast felt nice to put the podcast shoes back on doesn't it metaphorically i'm barefoot right now <laughs> metaphorically speaking yeah. That's a teaser to nineteen. Idris Elba's gonna be fucking knuckles. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You feel the love, love. Oh yeah, I'm feeling the love. You feel the love, love. But what's your name? Gary Payton, but they call me the club. How you feeling the night? Yo, I'm feeling the love. Feel the love, love. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. Yo, Sonic, Sonic. Man, stay off the light speed.
My bad. Sonic Adventure on Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> 